Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Have your way in this service, O oh God. Let your word come forth with precision, with accuracy, in much power, and in the Holy Ghost. Let each one of us be strengthened, energized, exhorted by your word. Let's find comfort for our weary souls. Let everyone live here changed, transformed, renewed. Set apart for that which you've called us for. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And the people of God say, more believing, amen. Why don't you go ahead and give God a great shout of praise? Come on, this is the new. Can you give God a great shout of praise? Hallelujah. Please say hi to someone standing close to you and you can have your seat tonight. It's a privilege to stand here to bring God's word to us. I'd like to celebrate our father in the new church and our first lady, P.S. and Mrs. O. Thank you so much for the privilege. We can do better than that, folks. If you're online, help us celebrate our, you know, pastors. Help us celebrate them. And we celebrate every pastor in the house tonight. Thank you for all that you do. Let's get right into the word of God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So a bit of backstory, right? I wanted to come. I had a thesis that I had prepared. You know, it was one mighty dissertation. And um, you know, because my head is correct, I sent it to my pastor. I said, Sir, you are the one that gave me the right of way to minister tonight. Here's what I'm thinking. You know, but you see, my guy, that's not the plan. Go and scatter the place. I say, okay, sir. Because I wanted to, if I wrote it here, I say, I'm not a man of war. I'm a preacher of love. So I actually wanted to come and teach, you know, some love. So they've been scattering tables since five Tuesdays ago. So I wanted to just come, you know, bring some love, you know, say, okay, everybody, let's calm down, you know. You know, you've had enough wisdom now. We're not tearing your weeks today. You know, we're just going to just, just have some fun. But apparently not. So we shall speak as ordained, as sent. Hallelujah. So if anything happens tonight, it's not me. It's, then send me, come. So... Um, do we have children of God in the house tonight? No. Do we have children of God in the house tonight? One more time. Do we have children of God in the house tonight? Okay. So, check yourself. Well, 
Am I acting like a child of God? Like Bimoshi Wai, as I am now. Chimuto, child of online people. Child of God, have you had your bath today? It's 7 20. Working from home, remote work. So I'm sorry. I, okay, it's too early. I've not started. I should open scripture first. I should preach. You know, it occurs to me that many times we don't act like we're children of God. And that's one of the things this Wise Up Tuesdays has been trying to get us to. Like, you're a child of the King. There's a way to act. There's a way to carry yourself. There's a way to speak. There's a way to dress. I know it looks like these things are, why, we, why is it that they are hammering some of these things? You know, but it's important that you're not a hypocrite. You're not saying one and doing, an, in fact, not just doing, but insisting on another. You know, that chief, why you, why you broke palm like this? Say, no, that's just my style. You know, I don't really like much stress. I just like to wear what's comfortable. And, oh, we understand. But you're a child of God. Can you turn to the president and say you're a child of God? Act like one. Carry yourself as one. Walk like one. Speak to people like one. Shake hands like one. You know, the other day Pierce was showing us how some people shake hands. Let's act like one. Hallelujah. If you're online, this is not the time to go and have your bath, but repent. 721 cannot, you know now, that's not how to be a child of God. That's not how to be a child of God. There must be order in the life of a child of God. There must be discipline in the life of a child of God. Pastor Obi touched on this last week. Some of us have used temperaments as excuses. I, I, I will open scripture, don't worry. But I'm just going as one who has been sent. We use our temperaments as excuses. You know, when I was in my, I think, 2010, 2011, in pre-degree, I, I didn't like hearing about temperaments. I hated it with a passion. And the reason for that was because of a friend. The Lord has touched him now. Glory to God. Some of us who were in pretty degree together, I know, you will know who I'm talking about in a bit. We had this friend. He would always misbehave. And say, oh, I'm sanguine. Middle of the night, this guy was playing PlayStation. In game house. They arrested them, took them to police station. He said, I'm sanguine. Everything I'm sanguine. So I hated hearing anything temperament because for me it just felt like an excuse to misbehave and some of us actually have taken that and embraced it that, that's who I am you know the way you talk is not okay you talk you talk so brash you talk anyhow you know you don't know that's me I'm blunt I'm choleric I give it to you as it's hot ah. I studied psychology in school one of the things I realized, let me not say we, I realized, is the fact that every single one of us has 
all the traits in us. Sorry to bust your bubble, but you're not choleric. You're not sanguine. You're not phlegmatic. You're not, you just happen to find yourself in situations that pulled out, out the more. So the more situations I find myself in where the choleric needs to come out. So maybe it was the way you were raised, your background, your secondary school, you always had to put that side forth. So now you've embraced that side with all of his negativity. Sorry, sir, that's not who you are. You are a child of God. Someone say, I'm a child of God. I represent God adequately. I speak the truth in love. What's wrong? Are you okay? Are you? No. Even if I'm going to tell you, you're not okay, there's a way to say it. Ah, alpha now, ah, guy, alpha. Ah, ah. Wait this. You know you, sir. You know see what's in you. You can't say, ah, wait what you do. Nah, you're a child of God. Act like one. Speak like one. Talk like one. Hallelujah. I'm not phlegmatic. I'm not, you know, I, I like to take my time. You know, don't like stress. Pastor, Pastor, I know, I know we're supposed to do like this, but I know we've been talking about wise up for some time now, but I'm just, I need some time to catch up. You know, that's my way, that's my style. The world is, life is moving. The agenda for God, of God for your life. You will see, God is able to reroute us. Amen. God is able to help us. But God needs us to move with Him as sheep, not goats. I know you are the greatest of all time. But you are meant to be a sheep. Am I making sense here tonight? You are meant to be a sheep, not a goat. Not insisting on your own way. Not my style. I would do it, but you know, it's just, it's my style. You know, I don't like to make too much, you know, I don't like to do, you know. Maybe you're in the wrong place. No, I don't think you're in the wrong place. You have just not realized why God put you in this house. You know, I've, I've seen Wise Up meetings as like family meetings. You know, it's like from, you know, Pierce was saying this, you know, it's like from the father's heart to his children. We need to have some family conversations. Do you know what the new is about? Do you know what this vision is? Have you, have you sat down to think about why, why the new? Why are you here? What's it about? What are we doing? What are we meant to accomplish? The way I'm going. The way I'm acting. The way I'm presenting. Is that in line with how we're going to get this job done? Have you, have you sat down to think about it? Like beyond attending church, you know, I told my guys in the Bible, I said, if you're, if you're in this, if God has brought you here, I'd like you to know that you've not been called to be a member of a church. You are a part of a movement. You are a soldier in an army. It's not a member of church. Oh, that's my church. I don't attend the new. I am the new. 
So we need to we need to tweak some things in our understanding of like you can't be insisting on certain things. It's not it's not that it is bad. It just does not correlate. It just doesn't go with where you are headed. It's, it's not bad though. It's, it's not bad actually. Some other people can do it, but not you. You're the child of a king. You're a child of God. And you are the new. It's a house of excellence. Right? It's part of who we are. We say we're a house of excellence. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't be saying one thing and be doing another. Glory be to God. It's a house of excellence. There's the way we've been called to be. There's what we've been called to represent in a generation and for a generation. It's family meeting, right? So I can talk to us about the vision of this house. There's a way. There's a how. In our workplace, this is the this is the vision. This is why Wise Up Tuesday was placed on PS's heart. This is why. There's a way we ought to represent in our generation. In your place of work, there's how you are meant to be. Dependable. Responsible. You show up early. I wouldn't say you leave late, but you don't have to leave late. But leave when you're done with work. Not how we have, there's Premier League tonight. HR, I have to go. Leave when you're done. Let them be able to count on you. Can your boss count on you? I mean, like, really count on you. You know, a couple of years ago when I joined King's Word Ministries International, I saw certain things and I made certain decisions that by the grace of God, I still continue to live my life like that. And one of the decisions I made was that whatever was asked of me, I will to the best of my ability and by the grace of God, deliver depend, in a way that I'm dependable. Such that if for any reason a man is needed, I can, I can, I can be found. If, if they are looking for somebody, someone, anyone, ah, Victor can do the work. It took some doing, it took some effort, it took some discomforts, it took sacrifices. But I think eventually, at some point, maybe I became that kind of, that kind of man. That my pastors could count on. We need someone to go for outreach. We don't know who is around. 2013, I was on strike. Six months. I was in my father's house. I had just made the decision to change departments from elect-elect engineering to psychology. Madness, right? Like, you know. But I follow Uno Road. PS moved from geophysics to psychology. Let me try. You know, it was one of it was one of the, it was his story. Actually, I'm not sure he knows this, but his story was one of the stories that gave me the impetus to go ahead and make that decision. You know, so I had done that. You know, so I was at home. I was I've never done social sciences in my life. I was a science student, so this was time to actually begin to read and study social sciences. And then I said I wanted to go and work in church office here. I'd say, what is wrong with this boy? She allowed me. Some weeks into working in church office, I got a call from Pastor Dako. 
Jagade, and he said, you know, um, we're trying to plant the Muru Church. We need people who are just going to come and help us to do outreach and all of that. And in my mind, I'm like, there's a reason why it is me. So I rise up to the demands that are placed upon me. Do you? I'm not sure you're hearing me. We rise to the demands that are placed on us. It's for the assignment. It's for the mandate. It's not about us. There's a reason why. Where did I get that image from? I once heard Jesse Duplantis. He said he was, he was just working and then he got a call from Kenny Copeland. And Kenny Copeland said to him, I've been believing God for a jet and God told me to call you that you will be able to meet up what is left on that jet. Jesse Duplantis said he dropped the call. First danced around and worshipped God. You know, some of you thought he would drop the call and cry. No. He danced around and worshipped God. And he said that God can tell this man, this prophet, that I'm the one that he can look to, to make up what is left on that jet. Can, we, can, can you be counted on? The new. Can God count on you? So when, my, when Pastor Dako called me then, I said, yes, sir. I knew it was going to be war at home, but I was ready. I've been ready since, since to be kicked out of my father's house. It just never happened. It just never happened. God, in his infinite wisdom, God saw my heart. I believe God saw my heart. And like, like, you know, like Joseph, like the angel went to Joseph, God will go and convince my parents. Because he saw my heart. I wanted to do his will. I wanted to just go. And you see, at that point in time, I'm going to say something here that you must pay attention to. I, I wasn't, I didn't know as much as I do know today. And so, the will of God for me was whatever my pastor was asking me to do. I didn't have enough sense to say, sir, God told me something else. I didn't have, I still don't have that much sense. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to offend you. I don't have that much sense to today. That my pastor will say, you know, you know ah, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking you're the man for it. I say, ah, sir, you know, when I was praying, God showed me. I don't have th- that sense. There's order in the kingdom. God placed me under someone who is meant to be an overseer. And then. If that one misleads me, it's between him and God. Oh, sorry. Ah, Victor, this thing you're doing tonight is not meant to be the... (laughs) Am I making sense here? I didn't have enough sense to say, oh, no, sir. There's something else I want to do with my life. My lifetime, I will give God my life. If I give God my lifetime, he will take care of me. Sir, where did I get this image from? In that same 2010, I didn't plan to say all of this, but I'm speaking as one who was sent by God, you know, through Pierce. In 2010, in pre-degree, you know, I came in bright kid, you know, sharp guy, all those kind of things. I had finished reading the curriculum in the first semester. 
first test, you know, I did everything right and all of that. Chemistry was good, English was good, physics, I had one over 40. What happened? I forgot to shade my type. Maths, I had one over 40. What happened? Somebody behind me was copying my work. I didn't know the lecturer took both of our work to, you know, tore it. So here I was, this bright kid, full of, you know, and at the end of the day, I had 29 over 100. You know, it was like they poured me cold water. I was weak. I called my dad. I told him, he said, oh, don't worry, don't worry, you know, we'll be fine and all of that. Just come home. I went home. It was a different person I met at home. If I said it should be fine, was somebody different? <laughs> my dad says, I can't say those things here. I've forgiven him. Ah, but he said something to me that day, pity. Ah! He was a different person. He said, you, you're going there. You're, you're doing big boy. Like your father has money. You're forgotten. Because I know how much. We paid 117000 I know how much. Where they had to scrape all that money to send me for pre-degree. So the man, his face changed. He said, you want to, you want to, it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. I, so I went home and then he just, he lambasted me. All of those things. So I said some things. Ah, I don't chase down, sir. I said, man. I said, ah, I said, God, how far now? You know, he said something. He said, you, you're going to, you know, like your father has money. You're acting like, you know, and all those things. Ah, I said, God. Then I went to God in prayer. I didn't know much then. I just went to God in prayer. I heard something. God told me then, he said, if you take care of my business, I'll take care of yours. I didn't know much. I, I grew up in church, but I wasn't always a church boy. Like, I didn't even like Christianity like that. Like, because I didn't like the images I saw. I didn't like it. We were very close to the, church, you know, to the pastors and all. I didn't like all those coats of blood that they used to wear, you know. <laughs> Coat suit and blazers together. Parachute. <laughs> you know, with shoes, I didn't like all of. Please, 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 please carry your gospel away to another place. I was not interested, you know. But then I came to King's Word, and then I met, see ladies, you know, on fire, wearing heels, tearing tongues. I said, ah, 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 youths like this, you know, because growing up, I grew up in. Ah, I don't want to mention. I don't want to mention the name of the church. Ah. Some of you know the church. You know, the only people who actually took God that serious were people who didn't have anything to do with their life. Like the kind of church I grew up in. They were not ready for it. They, this one is, is finished. Like they would just look at you and say, oh, you know, ah, that was a youth, youth, youth convention. You are the one they would, you know, they would just be. So you can be counted upon for that, but for nothing else. They have, you have been written off. You are but here I am, I see people, you know, lovely people, young, vibrant, on fire, doing the things of God. That encouraged me. I'm like, okay, let me see what these people know. So I had learned a few things about talking to God, and then I spoke to God, and God said, if you take care of my business, I'll take care of my business. I said, yes, sir. So I threw myself into God's work. I, there was no unit I didn't serve in in church. I believe I'm saying some things by the Spirit here. Some of you have been saying, oh, you know, some things are not working the way they're meant to work in church. They're this, they're that. Save. Get involved. There was nothing I didn't do. Usually, I finish my lectures early. I will go. I mean, man of God. 
I will go carry the instruments, carry everything. I will decorate alone, set up sound alone, set up speaker, everything alone. I will do all I did. There's nothing I didn't. Of course, I can sing, so I sang. Sing, um, ushering. We even had King's table, baking cake. I baked cake. Cake that I didn't like to bake. But if you live with Pastor Akbo, you will bake cake. <laughs> you must bake cake. <laughs> it comes, it's part of the package. So I did everything. I served. You know, I was still going to class. I was still reading my book. But I took God at his word. I took God at his word. 29 over 100. How is the story going to change? But it did change. God did it. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not saying God did, you know, Pierre was saying this last time. We just come and share testimonies. I don't know. It, I read. Yeah. God did it by read. You know, it showed me favor. I was able to read the questions. You know, I got into a particular example. I came out. I said, if I don't get 40-40, they cheated me. Because I saw all the questions. It was, it was it, God proved himself so much that my roommates would come and wake. When I was, I finished reading, I want to sleep. They would say, no, let's read together. You always know the question that's coming out. Hallelujah. I said something earlier. Order precedes increase. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot be disorganized. You cannot be doing anyhow and say the blessing of the Lord is the Lord that raises men. Is the Lord that you are a thief. Is is thievery. And God will stand in your way because if you get to that high place, you will disgrace him. So he will stand in your way. They'll put multi, multi-billion dollar contract in your hand. You that don't know how to arrange presentation. They say, hey, what, what happened to the money? He says, hey, you know, we just, as they were just coming, I was just sending, I was just doing, they just say, ah, they need, they need this multi-million dollar contract. Everything has finished. No. They, they told us something a couple of years ago. God doesn't promote on trial. Hallelujah. So I, I got involved with God and then God showed up for me. Anyways, to my psychology story. Right? So here I am. I'm meant to be studying for psychology. And they are calling me for outreach. I say, okay. My pastor says, I am needed. That means I am needed. Daddy and mommy, I am needed. If you people throw me out of the house, it's all well and good. You know, that's the reason why some of us are not finding expression in things God has called us to. We are too sentimental. You are afraid of death. Pierce gave us a couple of uh, months ago, you know, with I think it was a, a, a prolific MC, you know, told him to lie down and then hit him. And then it was still moving. Yeah, so it's not ready yet. It's not dead yet. You have to be ready to die to certain things, to find expression where certain things are concerned. You have to be, you have to. You have to. So there I was ready. Whatever they said. Because my dad had told me the next day you next time you mention King's word in this house, you are, you are finished. You, are, you I disown you. 
So, but there I was, I knew in my heart that this was what I was meant to do. So I went to him and then he just said, okay, 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 okay. It's just two weeks, Abby. Two weeks. Yes, I went. After two weeks became, I didn't go back home. Because after two weeks, my pastor told me, you have done outreach, well done to you. Now we need you to stay back and bring in the harvest. There was no money coming from home. There was nothing. But there we were. Doing what? And you see, we didn't suffer. Oh, we suffered. <laughs> I want to say we didn't suffer. We suffered. But it's the kind of suffering where the scripture says they counted it joy to suffer on Christ's behalf. Yeah. Right? So we went through things. So. Nobody said we don't go through things. So. I went through. Well, I've, I've, I've entered truck that's carrying cow before. Yes. Where was I going to? I was going to go and do my assignment. My pastor will not hear that. Oh, you didn't have Tifa to come and. Am I saying something tonight? You didn't have Tifa to come and do. You are needed there tomorrow. Find your way, sir. Pastor Sim was my pastor. Pastor Sim will not hear that. You know, something happened to something. If you have to leg it from Ife tomorrow, that's you. You know, but I could do it also because I knew he was, I, you know, soft for my pastor too, like that now. You know, too soft like that now. Like sometimes for night, we go day, we go stand for, both of us stand at junction. We'll be hoping for the good Samaritan that will pick us. So, I, I, so if my pastor is going that, do you understand what I'm saying? If he's, if he's moving in that direction, who am I not to be saying, you know, sir, I don't have, no. Glory to God. I've got, there's not, I've entered, that's when I knew that all these tanker people, all these people that drive tank, they are not okay. Those guys, if you are driving on drive, you see them. No drag with them. And I beg, I beg you. Those guys are not okay. It's, I've entered tra- tanker before. Tanker. They carried us. They, they had, apparently, they have like one room inside there. So we sat down there. This guy did not slow down for anything. He was just going. If you come, he kill you. <laughs> if you enter, if you are dead. They will just hold out their horn. But if you like, no hear on. My heart was in my mouth. I said, Joe, Joe, please. When are we going to come down from this car? Tanker. To go and do ministry in the bush. Are you sure you're a child of God? Ah, I can't. Online people, they are not answering. No, they have gone quiet. Are you sure you're a child of God? <laughs> so. I made up my mind I'm going to be that kind of guy that I can be counted upon. And that caused certain changes in my life. For instance, I am always ready to travel. Like, like I said, if anything happens tonight, it's P.S. that sent me. P.S. called me last night. It's on. Today's service, you're taking it. He said, can you do it? I said, ah. I don't do all this. So I've not so learned Christ. If my pastor says you are doing something, I, 
If, if they ask you, can you do it? It's not question. Don't don't answer. Don't. Are you get okay? If they say, can you do it? It's not a question. They are just being nice. And you cannot be like, say, we just be dictator for this place. There's a reason why he says you are the one that will do it. There's a reason why. Don't say, I'm yes, I'm already in Lagos. I'm already in Lagos. Hallelujah. But sir, you cannot be like this. If, okay, let me not point him before. I'm going to say something now. You now look like I'm picking on him. But you can't be like this. If there's no order in your life. If you are the kind of person that uses clothes until you have no more clothes to use, you're not going to do laundry. You cannot be the kind of person that can be counted upon. That, oh, tell me what, we're doing something now in, um, you know, my Guru, and we need you to be a part of the team. And I say, sir, can I have one more week? I need to do my laundry. You cannot. Order. You would have used all your clothes. You would not be smelling. Oh, which one is okay? Which one is You cannot be, you are not here. They are not in this house. They are not in the new. Are you sure you are a child of God? Can you imagine God doing that? Say, so, okay, we have one mission now, Jesus. Ah, you know, where to go where? Where to go where? You plan, you plan Sunday's clothes. The next, you have planned it from this Sunday. And then you can now decide, okay, ah, nobody's on one way. Make I just tweak them. But Sunday morning, say, ah. Ah, how shall these things be? <laughs> we pray in tongues to know what to wear on Sunday. Come on. Come on. No be so. Hallelujah. That's not how we do here. There must be order. Discipline. Arrange yourself. Carry yourself as a child of God. And I told my guys in, in Ibadan, I said, that plate, that one that you left for special guests, go and use it. When you want to eat, put the food in a tray. Use glass cup to drink your water. You won't die. Yeah, the food is sweet from the pot. It's sweet from... <laughs> And it's rubbish food. It's indomie. Rubbish food. Noodles. It's not even better food. Noodles. It's sweet from the pot. You now sit down on the front, spread leg, and be... But when you now have a guest, when P.S. comes to your house, or when P.D. comes to your house, you now say, oh, P.D., you are a hypocrite. Yeah. The one way you know they do, you won't call the so that we think you're an excellent person. Oh, I'm nice. As far back as when I was on campus, I told the people I was pastor, if I come to your corner in Angola or Moose, and you are trying to tell me, okay, pastor, wait five minutes, just give me five, I'm going back. <laughs> if I cannot just by mistake, you know, I live my life in such a way that if somebody is passing by my house by mistake, they can enter. And I want to say, okay, just wait outside, let me quickly just arrange one, one or two. 
I don't know if there are university students here. All those pots you put under your bed, you have cooked noodles, you have left it there five weeks. God, you are not acting like a child of God. Hallelujah. Are we touching some things here? You see, oh, these things, they sound mundane, but it, it shows up in your work. It shows up in your spiritual life. It shows up. You can't follow through what you started. Where do you think that's coming from? Be an orderly person. That he can count on you. You know, go forehand. Ah, no. Let's send him there. He won't, he won't disappoint. You know, somebody asked me recently, say, PV, when you were going to be ordained, what was going through your mind? I said, nothing. It was years after I was ordained that I started thinking that, oh, my life is not my own anymore. You see, I was so much sold out to the will of God through my pastors that I didn't have I was just thinking about it I was ordained at 22 like 22 years of age I sold I gave my life to this ministry you don't know what that means it means I cannot go somewhere else and say okay I'm not doing pastor again well I can say it but I can't just go and act like I'm not one of you know you know back then when you're on campus you can be a leader on campus and then now go to NYSC camp and go and impregnate five children uh, oh sorry five girls we had all kinds of stories like that man of God on campus so so God did not even allow me to leave campus before he took me so yeah you can't even go so when I was in NYSC camp they could not even believe I could not misbehave I, I you know they were trying to say ah, just misbehave so I said I can't I cannot you know when I was in camp they thought I was a Yahoo boy because you know I would just did my own and then God had blessed me somebody had given me one iWatch that time and then I would now use uh, AirPods and and then I didn't do anything in camp I didn't do anything I just wake up wear my white everything will be white from morning to night the soldiers hated me in camp because I did not do much past much can you come I didn't do anything don't ask me how Right? So there was just Yahoo boys come and be telling me that oh boy, again one my deal like this, oh don't run one pee like this, say like this, be giving me gist. Like say how how good do I fit? I could look like this. So in a way, I if I wanted to misbehave, in a land where no one I was in Kepi State, nobody knew me there. I could misbehave, but I don't sell my. You know that was what in NYC camp. I started realizing, oh boy, you you threw your life away as you were. I, you gave your life away, so you didn't even have the opportunity to. Hallelujah. But he had told me, if you take care of my business, I will take care of yours. Do you know? I want you to be confident in this very fact. If God says, take care of my business, he will take care of yours. Hallelujah. But you have to, you have to come correct. 
you, you, you definitely have to come correct. The word, for instance, has to dwell in you richly. Colossians 3 and verse 16. I've not quoted any scripture today. Colossians 3, 16, that's one. Let this word dwell in you richly. Not big brother Niger. Let this word dwell in you. How do you represent God, sir? When his word is not in you. No, no. Explain to me how. When it's not, his word is not, because challenges, not even people, life will, will test that word. People will ask you questions, so, eh, and all that, and then you'll be, you'll be stammering, say, oh, let, why don't you follow me to church on Wednesday so that you can go and hear it from my pastor. You think, you, think, you think that if you say something like that, somebody will say, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this God. When they have an opportunity to come in contact with you, and they are unable to get an experience of God through you, you have to take them to church first. Ah, say, ah, ah. Why are you not there? But life will test you. Life will test what you carry. Whatever you're full of is what you come out. If you heat a jar of oil, it's not water that will come out. If you plant purple, it's not cassava that will come out. Let's stop wasting PSC's time. Let's stop wasting PD's time. PD, I have an issue. PD, there's something wrong with me. PD, my village people, what is inside you? You see, because you can come to PD, PD can pray, can lay hands. Some of you, they have laid hands, you have gone bald. Hey, no day your head again. They have laid hands, laid everything, but it cannot override what is inside. Do you know? Stop wasting your pastor's time. You know you're not feeding on the word. You know you're not getting your regular dose of the word. And pastor says this what to do. Take, take it two times. You know, you go to a doctor, doctor says two in the morning, two at night. Pastor says, do like this, do like this. He says, hey, Pastor, you know, hey, I'm trying, I'm trying. Okay. All right, what am I going to do? You are, try, you are trying. You know, it's just like that, that man that came to Reverend George. He prayed, Reverend George prayed for him. What he was going through changed. He had a breakthrough in his, in his, in his, in his business, I think. And then he came to Reverend George and said, Sir, that prayer you prayed for me, can you not put it in a bottle? I dare say that maybe they are not here. They are not in the new. There's nobody like that here. Amen. That we have to put the prayer, we have to put it in a bottle. And I think that because you know that, we will not answer you if you come. You, that's why some of you are still following your parents there. You know that place that you are going to? That place. A dear friend in our church in Ibadan, you know, some, I think it was last year or something like that, I was going to travel. And I sensed in my heart, don't travel. Basically, what she was traveling for is this thing I'm talking about. I'm wondering, you know, there's one person that wants to pray for, I want to give you one something and all that. Don't travel. Anyway, she traveled, but the mercy of God prevailed. You know, there was an accident, but she was, she was preserved. Like, because of black soup. Because of dudu washroom. Black soup. You you cannot pray over your own situation. You can't. You can't sit over that situation and say, this thing must change. 
The Bible says, Ephesians chapter 4, it says he has given gifts unto men. He gave gifts unto men. Some to be pastors, prophets, evangelists, teachers, apostles, and stuff like that. It says, for the edifying. No, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying. So, 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 the pastor is not the substitute for the Holy Spirit. Pastor's work is to equip you to do the work of ministry, to bring about an edification of the body of Christ. Make your pastor's work easy. Say, pastor, there was this issue I was having. I have gone this far. I think I need you to join your faith with me. Not every time, pastor, pray for me. Pastor, pray for me. Change your vocabulary. Pastor, join your faith with me. Am I making sense here? It's not every time, oh, pray for me, pray for me. Pastor, be praying for me, oh. What's going on? Nothing, I just say you should be praying for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. So what are you full of? I'm the new. I give myself away. So you can use me. Take my life. Son, I need you to order your wardrobe. You say, no, sir. God, it's, it's going to take me too much time. See, that's why some of you don't have money. That wardrobe that you have refused to order is why you don't have money. Uh, Pastor, what are you trying to what, what are you getting at? You see, you don't know that you have clothes. So every time you need to ah, you quickly go use 15K, buy another trouser. 25K, buy another shirt. 22K, buy another. Oh. The money that's meant for ministry, that you're meant to use to sow seed. You used to buy shoe. So you don't have seed in the ground because all your seed, you have used to buy shoe. I used to buy a new blouse. Because the one you have, you will not wash it. Oh, Pastor Victor. You know, I used to tell, I used to tell, I, I told people, I, I didn't like washing machine. I didn't grow up, we didn't grow up rich, you know, so. But, you know, like Pierre said last time he was around, talked about the, the family you're born in and the, the blessing you know, that you can get from that family. One of the things I'm grateful to God for is how my parents raised us. You see, when I, where I, how I grew up, we washed clothes every day. Every day. There was no leftover clothes or plates. That old, you, you, we washed every day. He did something to my mentality. But he also kept me in a place where, because, I mean, we didn't, what was it? Washing, washing what? I used to be very excited whenever I was going to my uncle's house because I could have my bath with shower. Mm. It's Pierce that sends me, so I, can, I think I can say some things, I can talk, right? I, pro I was probably, for about 17 or 18 years of my life, we lived in a face me, I face you house. Like, face me, I slap you. Like, you come out like this, somebody can the kind of house where you queue to use the bathroom. 
It wasn't bathroom. What do you call them bathroom that time? You know. Yeah. But I thank God for bringing me into a house like this. My life changed forever. My mind, images. So when Pierce talks about images, I understand. Images. So I would be very excited to go to my uncle's to be able to have my bath under a shower because I didn't know what it what was what shower. You can't draw water from your from the drum there. You know, do I have witnesses in the house? I used to go and fetch water, you know. From allergy, carry water for head. A few people, okay. I have a few witnesses here. Go and buy water, carry bath like this. With my frail body, you know, you can see now, see as I small. Did you go to move me? <laughs> By the time we get home like this, half, half bucket, now you carry for head, half. <laughs> far distance like this, far. Ah, yeah. Fetch water, pour it inside bath, you know, inside drums and stuff like that. When it's time to have a bath, you know. So he's very excited. Ah, we're going to my uncle's house, okay. Thank God, at least we can. You know, all this one way you go to the bank for door. Do not, come outside now. Come. And some people, there was this guy that we grew up with. He used to waste time. See, if you have anything serious you want to do, better wake up early before that guy. Because once he enters the bathroom, everybody in the compound go to the bank. Ike, come outside. <laughs> Come outside. Ego they sing. <laughs> what did they do is about I don't know. Ego they sing. You be inside. Public, but like all the families are lining up. Oh my goodness. So, so okay, I was trying to talk about washing machine. You know, so when those what's the washing machine? We use your hand to wash clothes. So when I you know, so that people say, I said, me, I know washing machine, me. See, something's poverty. It's not, it's not that, mm, yeah, I just, you know, I just like to pound yam. It's poverty. So if you check it, actually, if you really check it, it's poverty. See, I just like to pound yam. You know, I come alive when <laughs> fresh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I like, no, I don't do all this. Ah, I don't like all this stuff, you know. But I realized because I, I, in my head, I'm like, it won't wash the clothes. Well. If you use washing machine, you know, go, you get some places. Pity, you know, Janiki, you get some places. You can't when your senior gives you white because we all white in my secondary school. They give you white to wash. There's a how to. You, you have to get to some places. So I always felt like the washing machine won't get there. But I realized it's because that clothes you have worn it. I want it. I, and then after you wear it like three times, you now kept it for three weeks before it, it will not wash now. What will what we, what we come out? You bring, you bring out the clothes, the, the neck is still brown, the, the white is gone. It was white. <laughs> it was white. So that's the reason why washing machine is not working for some of you. You're using washing machine as an excuse. Your clothes is spoiling. When you could have just taken it put it in the laundry and had it done with. Hallelujah. So, so if we're going to do what God has called us to do, we have to live on our toes. 
right? We have to live in suitcases and boxes. We don't build tents where there should be tabernacles. And we don't build tabernacles where there should be tents. You build a tabernacle in the place of worship, in the place of prayer. This, we, we, we pray here. We stay here. But you see, when it comes to living, attend to, because God can call you and say, hey, we're moving now. We're moving now. And you're, you're ready at a moment's notice to move. Glory to God. You're ready. We need to wise up. The way you're, that's why God, you're, not, you're not experiencing, you know, what you ought to experience. You're not moving in the things of God the way you ought to because there's so much backlog. Where we want to start from? When I got into this house, I learned about excellence. About dressing well. About speaking well. I didn't always used to speak like this. So. Was, thank you. Thank what? It's thank you. It's, you know, we don't even think. So, someone actually called me and said, God bless that man. He said, it's not, it's not thank you. He said, thank you. So that's when I said to thank you. And it got to the point where, you know, uh, um, what's her name? Ife, you know, a couple of years ago, was saying that, oh, Pastor, so Pastor Tosin tried to speak pigeon. Right? And she was like, oh, pigeon is so funny in Pastor Tosin's mouth that she's sure it to be funnier in my mouth. <laughs> me, that before I spoke English, I've been speaking pigeon since then, bomb me. You know, I, I speak pigeon so well that people think I'm from Delta. Yeah, I'm a worry boy or something. But it was this house that transformed me into this, you know, you know, thank you. Is is thank you. The new is what? It's not thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Is is thank you. Let's Pierce was talking about this. Speak well. Right? Dress well. So if they want to send somebody to, to represent the company in Miami, it's you. You might just have joined the company, but they say potential. Wow. We can send him. He doesn't have all that, so they begin to send you on trainings. Go and get trained here. Go and do this stuff here. We want to fast track your progress in the company. Hallelujah. Start from where you are. Don't wait. These are some of the things we learned. Don't wait until you have one millionaire before your wardrobe is put together. Start from where you are. Oh, there were days when we go to Katangra to pick sheds. Mm. I had these sheds that time. Everybody, they heal me for Kingswood, if you that, those years. Oh, yellow striped shirt with white cuffs, you know. That shirt, 400 naira. I remember where I was when I picked that. 400 naira. We, we pick on like this, find tailor inside that same Katangra market. Help us to slim fit. And you see, you see as I've been now, so I don't usually find my side a lot of times. Help me to slim fit it. And then you wash it and starch it and iron it and come out and walk as a child of God. Start from where you are. You don't, if you wait, don't, you, don't do that. Oh, when I have a millionaire, you know, I'll start to look good. I'll start to dress. Start from where you are. Go to where you can go to. Pick, don't, don't, see. No try overdo. We don't care. 
I, I saw my friend today and I didn't say, ah, what's the, what's the make of this shirt? And he knows, I know scent. It looks good, it looks good. Are you getting what I'm saying here? You are the one that is trying to prove something to somebody that doesn't care about you. 20K that you can use to buy five, five t-shirts. You use it to buy one. Oh. See, oh, see, see, in life, men are in sizes. Hmm? Men are in sizes. There are some people I like what they sell, but I can never patronize them. You are, you are not for me. At least not here. I'm coming. Yes, sir. So, oh, you make this? How much do you make it? Oh, it's is 50k just to make one wristband oh 50k oh lovely looks nice all right let me have your number okay ego b ego what ego b when i reach your daughter i find all this malam how much is a wristband 500 give me two if i do you know how much i bought my wristband mrs show but it looks nice doesn't it Glory to God. Am I making sense here? Don't try to prove anything for any, Just come correct as God will have you to. Go and find one good tailor. Enter Lagos Island. Find one good tailor. We go run one suit. Because that's what you have you can afford. We go run suit for you. 20k, 15k. You come out. You, you. Everybody wear suit. You say wear suit. Are you going to say I'm not wearing suit? Glory to God. So we sing, Oh Lord, set my life in order. For you. And he said, I want you to start with your life first. Set your life in order. You can't spend all the time on Big Brother Ninja. No, I, that life is not in order. I can't do anything with that life. No, I can't. I can't do anything with the life that is insisting on on nonsense dressing like some dresses don't make sense that's just the truth they don't now you can dress like that no we are not going to fight you if you but they don't make sense why are we seeing on your breasts outside guy why are we seeing on your on your unnecessary why your your chingon muzzle your biscuit chest when all your Close up and wear something that looks good. Say body hug. You will look like wearing body hug. You will look like in gym. You are wearing body hug for who? Who do you want to seduce? It's your chingum chest. Please wear something. Look good. A shower shorts. You say I'm in the rain now. Put wear a shower shorts as a man. Carry leg. Come aside. My friend, will you go back inside and wear something? It don't make sense. What's that? You, you think in the next two years now, we'll be, we'll, is that shower short to be talking about? We'll be talking about, have you forgotten the days of carrot jeans? You carried all your jeans and go and put, we put carrot, carrot, carrot. You, can you wear that thing today? Some things don't make sense now. Because it, it, it will, by next year now, it will not be in fashion again. You have used all your time that you were supposed to be having a wardrobe that makes sense. To do uh, 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 a shower, a shower shot. I bought you a shower. Boy, go and wear clothes, Jerry. 
So, so if they ask you, say you wear cloth like this, you say yes. As you do like this. No, not you, ma. <laughs> you wear boxers. Come as I say, okay. It's, it's, you know, you're allowing social media to be telling you that, oh, I like a man in a shower shot. Did she say she was wearing it outside? If, she, if your babe says she wants you like a man in a shower shot, wear it inside the house. Hallelujah. Am I making sense here? Because this indecent dressing thing, it cuts across both genders. And sometimes when we talk about it, it's, like, it's, like, it's only women that are dressing indecent. Men, they dress rubbish sometimes. So nons- rubbish and nonsense. You wear sleeveless. All your armpits, they see all the tazan. Tazan can be flying inside that, inside that place. Bush everywhere. It's not only women that dress nonsense. Men dress stupid. Touch of the jungle. Touch <laughs> of the jungle is flying inside your armpit. <laughs> I will be begging you. Begging you to use roller, to use sponge. You See, eh? All this, no, no, I just like to, you know, I don't, they say sponge is not good for the skin. Use sponge, use sponge, use sponge, use sponge, because you need to wash off some. I know the blood of Jesus washes away our sins, but this stain is sponge, sponge your body. Use sponge. Oh, this man. Hallelujah. And you start where you are. Don't be angry. Start where you are. See, go and look. look see, go to those mala. I know, say, you know, okay, we are past that level. We want to be using wood now. We want to be using creed. We want to be buying perfume. Your salary, your monthly salary, you want to buy perfume. You are not serious. You are not a, no, let me tell you the truth now. You are not a, if you use your monthly salary, you are earning 80K, you are buying perfume 150K, you are, you are not serious. You, in fact, they should never put anything important in your hands. Yes. How do you live like that? You don't know where you're going to find 5K PEF? Smart collection. Go and buy the smart collection. They have some nice perfumes there. Get somebody that sells them what they call all this imitation. Start from there. One day you will buy the one of 200k. Only person me to I get if you see my if you see my perfume collection. If you see my and just if if we say let's give towards the work now, you'll be saying, Pastor, you know, you know, I have to believe God for three months. Stop all of that. Start from where you are. Hallelujah. Look good. Are you, a, are you sure you're a child of God? No, I'm, we need to think about it. Too. The way I'm living my life, am I living like a child of God? Am I living like royalty? Am I living like someone that understands where I come from, my stock? We weren't always here, but to the, I live with them small, small. Small, small. Little by little. Step by step. 
order precedes increase. You can't be insisting on, on, on some things. You know, one time I told, I told people, I said, I can have all these conversations, you know, all these conversations about whether or not it's good to kiss, it's good to, and all that, but there's a certain level you will get to. If you come and ask me that question, I will not, I will not think you're a serious person. Is it okay to kiss? My pastor, is it okay to, to, to sleep over your boy, my boyfriend's house? What's all that? No, really, what's all that? Like, okay, what's all that? Is it okay to kiss? Kiss. No, it's okay. Be kissing. My kiss, Lord. Let's see how you will fulfill destiny like that. No, it's not. Let's see now. Be kissing. You, you, you don't know the power of, of some things. God did not say, bind it, rebuke it. He said, flee, flee. Something, he knows there are some things that, if they are in your life, God cannot have his place in your life as he should. Kiss, sex. Um, uh, you don't know emotions. You are doing, oh, I mean, you know, I'm good. I can handle myself. Oh, pastor, don't worry. Nothing will happen. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. You want to be lying to yourself. That you've not, after you deleted that guy's number, you didn't look for a way to get it back. You didn't look for a way to go and stalk him on Facebook. You don't know how powerful emotions are. You will lock yourself inside the house, throw away the key, you will break the door. Oh, they don't tell you about Konji. We're not children here now, we can talk about something. Sir. They never tell you. Oh. See, I can't. No, Pastor, don't worry, we're good. But, eh? Don't, don't be insisting on being a selfish person. Right? Don't insist on... Some, some questions are from the place of selfishness. Like, how does that contain anything that makes sense? Is it okay to be kissing? Like, is it selfish? Like, it's too, it's too self-oriented. It's too... I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying here. It's too... The Bible says kings have been destroyed for things like... You know, there's a place you get to, there's a kind of money you have. You begin to indulge in some, some things. Oh, God. You know, I was having a conversation with a dear friend, and... Um, no, no, I won't say that. I won't say that. No, not that one. <laughs> I won't say that one. But, but let's, 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 let's move on from some things. Am I making sense here? Let's move on from something. Let's wise up. There's, 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 there is what it means to be a child of God. There is how it means to be a child of God. There is a way to carry yourself. There's a way to speak. And I'm not talking about flamboyance. I'm not talking about arrogance. I'm not saying, okay, that when you enter all the heads, you know, because you, you have entered selfishness again. You have entered all that. So when you enter the room, every, all the heads will now turn and say, who is that? Oh, wow. You two not do your hair like this. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm walking in power. You're, you know you're walking in selfish power. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things to do to exalt yourself. I'm saying that if I say that this is who I am, then this is how I should act. Right? If I say that I'm the new, then there's a way to... There's a, I'm, I'm telling you guys, this, this thing is meant to have us be in a place where we can actually do what God will have us do in our generation. Represent God in power 
with integrity, with excellence. You know, not mediocre. Wake up every morning thinking world class, thinking global. I want to say something now. You're thinking global. Are you thinking global? Like the way you're living your life now. Say, okay, uh, you know, it's just, you know, this is how I, I was brought up and all that. Yes, we know it's how you were brought up, but does it scale? Can it scale? Can we take this life, this behavior, this attitude? Can we take it? Can we scale it? Can we take it international? So can it survive? Won't you be laughed at? With the way you're acting like this, say, God sent me. You come like John the Baptist. Just carry her anyhow. Even if you go do dreads, make it, make it, make it fresh. Make it fresh. Okay, go sit, you fall in love. Like I know the penalty for homosexuality is 14 years. So in Nigeria. So maybe that penalty will stop you from being a homo. But you, as a guy, if you see guy dreads, make you trip. Say, ah, ah, can I feel it? Can I touch it? Nobody always say, ah, see, this one, I never bath today. <laughs> Let me stay away. You know, you see something, say, ah, you don't bath, you say yes. No, you sure say you don't bath. The everything just deal. No, be like John the Baptist, Rastafarian, eating white, white honey and all this kind. There's a reason he was inside the wilderness. So. There's a reason. John the Baptist could not be like that in the city. Nobody will answer him. There's a reason he was in the wilderness. So if you want to be John, go to Bush. <laughs> Enter Bush. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me begin to round up. Let me round up. I want to talk about, lastly, some things that we do that disqualify. In fact, not, not things that we do. How that many of us have already disqualified ourselves. From the things of God. Remember, I was talking about the fact that I made a decision that I'll be counted on. If 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 I am needed, I show up, I rise up to the occasion. I don't I don't disqualify myself. I don't say, Oh, I cannot. I find a way to be present because I know if I'm asked to do it, I've been anointed for it. You didn't hear what I said. We have been anointed to be the new. Don't disqualify yourself from this movement. Say, oh, there's something going on in this movement. I feel like it's more than me. I feel that's not the way I do my things. Do not take yourself out. Place a demand on the anointing. Right? Don't count yourself out. Oh, I'm too young to do this. No. If you've been asked to do it, you can't do it. You can't. David was ordained king at 18 years of age. He was 18 when they poured oil on his head. Don't disqualify yourself. Don't, don't think small. Or don't, don't put yourself in one corner and say, oh, that's not me. Oh, I can't measure up. I can't do this. I can't do that. No, stop thinking like that. Hallelujah. Rise up to the demands that are placed upon you. You've been anointed for that work. You've been anointed for that assignment. That vision God has placed upon your heart, you've been anointed for it. Act like one. Act like you're anointed. Right? There is a, you know, Pierre has given me permission to talk about this so I can talk about this. 
I was having a conversation with someone recently and I realized how much condemnation has started creeping into the hearts of some of us Christians because of certain teachings that are going around now in the body of Christ. Many of us feel like we do not measure up. You feel less than you ought to feel. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not the woman with the issue of blood. In that situation, you are Jesus. Stop trying to touch the hem of his garment. We're not going to do anything. We're not going to move until we touch the hem, until we touch your hem. Which hem? Which hem are you touching? Which hem? Which hem? And, and you know, the baby was telling me, you know, there's some things she's meant to do, but she feels like she's not going to be able to do it because if she tries to do those things, it will take her away from the things of God. She will not have time for God. She needs to pray. She needs to spend more time with God. What are you talking about? What's going on here? You should be thinking about marriage. You say, no, no, no. You don't want any man to come and distract you from, from, from God, from the things of God. You need to spend more time. You need to, are you a monk? Are you a hermit? What? There's some, that we need to be careful here. Extremes are beginning to enter this day and needs to be addressed. We're not monks, we're not hermits. Heaven is not the goal for us anymore. It's fulfilling the mandate of God for us here on earth. We are seated with Christ far above principalities. We're in heaven, seated with him. So we're not living our lives every day in a bit to make heaven. What's that? There's an assignment to fulfill here on earth. And we need to move. Did you, did you, did you hear what I'm saying? We need to move. It's not, you know, we need to... We need to You know, the, the intergalactic, you know, cosmopolitan, you know, compendium of divine mysteries locked up in the 15th realm. What are, what are we? What is going on? Where are we? Where are we? Are we not seated with Christ in heavenly places? Which, where, where, which, how many realms they? <laughs> Don't hear what I'm not saying, no. There are dimensions in this anointing that we have received. It is of his fullness we have received. We are not going to receive another one. It's of his fullness. We ought to maximize. That's the essence. That's what we're, we must emphasize that we have received his fullness. We, we start from there. We continue there. We finish there. Grace for grace. If grace has not provided it, you cannot find it. We are making idols now of our devotion. Idols now of our prayer life. Idols of our fasting. It's of his fullness we've received. We didn't receive partial. His fullness. Grace for grace. Grace is how we do it. Hebrews 11, one to, it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. That's how we run this race. It's not, it's, it's not a, you know, if, if, if you want to access the, the, the intergalactic portal, wake up by 3.35. Something that is meant to be a relationship has become a formula. It's now formula now. We are doing like this, Kalo Kalo. Okay, if you want to meet God, do like this. 
do three times. Do Kinikon, you meet God at that junction, he will appear. He will, one man's experience has now become. Come on. So because you prayed every night for three, uh, 3 a.m. on the dot and prayed for 15 minutes and God showed up on the seventh day, it means it's going to happen for everyone like that. And so we've, we've disqualified ourselves from the move of God. Because we're not ready. We're not, you, you are anointed. First John 2 and verse 27. It says the anointing which you have received abides with. You are anointed. You are worth it. You are worthy. If you are not worthy, Jesus won't die. Stop trying to be worthy. You're worthy. You are anointed. You are as righteous as God is. You cannot be more righteous than you are now. You might not be living like it, but you are righteous. Our times of prayer is to be like our elder brother, Jesus. See, Jesus was given the spirit without measure, yet he prayed. So I'm not saying don't pray. I'm not saying don't fast. It was to fellowship. If, if I can't say it in Yoruba, but if live spends time with soap, it becomes soapy. That's what Jesus was doing. Spending time with the one that gave him the, the power. So he can find no expression with the power. He wasn't going about looking for power. Don't let religion make you chase what you already have. Don't let religion cage you. It's already in you. You've been given it all. Hallelujah. We hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in his presence.